Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. This is Matthew Hogan, and today I'm joined by Dan and Shelley Walmeyer, who have recently been a part of training for the Evermore in Love event, which is a new initiative from the Salina Diocese. And I just kind of wanted to start with, like, what is it exactly? So, like, could you just start by telling us a little bit about what exactly is going on with it? Evermore in Love is a program I believe that Bishop Binky was very familiar with as it I think some of the couples that are running it are from Michigan and in fact the the lead couple that that led our immersion were from Michigan and then another couple from Kansas City. Yes, they they had lived in Michigan and they had experienced the Evermore in Love immersion weekend themselves and they had moved to Kansas City and they have it in their diocese in Kansas City and so Bishop Binky was interested in it coming to our diocese and he had seen the fruit of it and it is an engagement weekend so they have it as an engagement but they also have it for married couples as well. Wow, that actually sounds like it's got a lot of history then. That's exciting. Yes, it's very similar in some aspects to marriage encounter and engaged encounter, but they approach it at a little bit different angle. Is it an angle where you would say it's really designed to help with the existing programs more than anything else? Yeah, it focuses more on what personally each of us do in our marriage, how we can make things better, where marriage encounter is being open and honest with these are the things that that you do to me that hurt me, where Evermore in Love mainly focuses on, hey, look at yourself first and where can you be better towards your spouse? And then you learn from each other that way by writing each other letters, sitting down, having one-on-one discussions and stuff like that. It's really fruitful because you don't have your cell phone, you don't have outside influence going on. Just It allows you to focus 100% on each other. And it has a little bit of a practice with your neighbor kind of thing. So you kind of get in, you get in a group and you have a conversation with them just so that people can practice giving compliments and receiving those compliments. So if you can receive it from a stranger, then it'll be a little bit easier to receive it from your spouse. And so you you practice with your with your neighbor in a group and then you take that same idea and you then practice on your spouse. So what I really loved about it was, you know, it was that self-reflection of, of this is what I've done. We've been married for 29 years. So these are things that I know that I could have done a lot better. And I'm really sorry. And I'm just so thankful that we're at this place right now that we can have this conversation with each other. So you have experience coming at it from the point of view that you guys have been married for a significant period of time now. So why do you think it's important for couples who are not yet married or in marriage prep to maybe take part in something like this? You're forced to basically ask questions that maybe either you you take for granted that you think your fiancé may be in agreement with you, but after you dig into it, maybe you have a different point of view on certain aspects like that. So the program actually helps to dig into those and make the communication come alive between, between each other. 
There's a little bit of psychology in it that it has you kind of reflect on this is how I was raised. And so I know that these are things I'm bringing to the table because this is what I witnessed in my parents or in my siblings. And so it kind of opens that up as well and helps the other person see, regardless if you've been just engaged or if you've been married, it kind of helps the other person see, oh, that's where that's coming from. Or, oh, I understand. I understand why your point of view is the way it is. To kind of cover communication a little bit more broadly as well, like it's incredibly important, especially in the world today where so many people are not taught good communication skills. Do you think that focusing on them and really dialing it in like it seems like this particular new program is doing is something that could be really beneficial long term because of the communication crisis that I think we're facing with people not having authentic relationships and instead focusing on things like the internet and spending all their time online and never actually getting to know a person in in real life? Yeah, very much so. It teaches you how to communicate between each other so much more efficiently, especially in today's world where we have, we have very little, seems like, face-to-face contact communication, especially amongst the young, the, the youth. That's just the culture they're, they're growing up in. In the time that I grew up, that was before cell phones, you, you had to, that's the way you communicated was either via, you know, snail mail, a written letter, or face-to-face, or phone conversations. I think another part of it that I really I really enjoyed was there was a lot of communication. There was a lot of eye contact. They really encouraged looking at each other. And like I had, I had said before, the giving each other compliments, but just being able to enjoy each other's company. I think that communication, being able to actually tell somebody something nice or really have that time to think about, oh, what is it really that I like about you? And so then that person gets to know what it what makes them special in your eyes. And not be afraid to say it either. Not be afraid to to be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting way. I don't know of a good way to put it, but that just makes me feel kind of inspired in a way to like actually reach out and talk to people more and have more in-person conversations. Because one of the things that I learned last year doing a program called Camp Foytiwa, I don't know if you're familiar, but essentially is the counseling staff, we spend the entire summer out of camp. We don't have internet, we don't have electricity, we don't have buildings. And we have the greatest time because all of us in order to actually communicate and talk with each other, we basically have two ways of doing it. One, we do it in person, or two, we mess with the walkie-talkies, which is technically against camp rules, and use those to communicate. (laughs) And since most of us would generally not break the rules very much, it would be all of these personal in-person reactions. And so in the space of a summer, there was like 60 of us on staff, and yet I would call every single one of those people my friends if not really good friends, by the end of the summer. And that was a lot of people, and it was all affected just by in-person communication. So I don't know if you have anything to comment with that being said, but I just really want to highlight how important that can be. Body language is very important, and being able to know the body language of of your fiancé or your spouse when you're having conversations is part of knowing somebody, right? You You can tell not by just what the words they say, but by their body language. And I know when I look, when I speak to my kids, sometimes they think that I may say something, but my look is different. And so I think that that's important to think about. You know, I, I'm not aware of that, but they, they can say that to me. You know, mom, that's not what you're really saying. <laughs> just my look is saying something completely different than my words. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. My thoughts were somewhere else. I was communicating this with you, but my looks weren't really, I wasn't really with you 100%. And so that's part of the communication. And, and when you're having a conversation with your spouse, you know, you have to be 100% in the conversation. So your body language, your, your looks, your how you're, every part of you is communicating with them. 
So for the Evermore in Love event, to kind of touch back on that for a minute, for people who are thinking about, so if the diocese continues it, because I think, because like we don't necessarily know if it's going to keep going as a particular activity or not, but if it were to continue, who would you recommend actually trying to become a part of it? I could see so many of our couple friends from church who would really benefit from it. I think that it is a beautiful way for them to spend a weekend, you know, spend a weekend enjoying each other. It's not just for couples that are struggling with communication within their marriage or their marriage may need some sort of counseling. It's not just for that. It's for couples that have been together for, you know, 30 years. And there's still more to learn about each other. And it's only going to make your marriage better by learning how to communicate better uh, between the couples. So I highly recommend it. It doesn't matter if you're struggling in your marriage or you think you've got the perfect marriage. You're still going to learn a lot by going through this immersion. Yeah, we looked, you know, there was a couple there that had just been, they went through the engagement Evermore in Love weekend, or actually it wasn't really a weekend for them because they went through it with during COVID. It was Katie Hamill and her husband. And they have been married for just a short amount of time and have a baby. And they were there that weekend and they, also, I believe, we're able to get quite a bit out of it as well. I can see it being beneficial for across the board. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show. <laughs> 